welcome. It's a Monday, a whole new week. January 23rd it is. We got a free-for-all this morning right here on the party line. Liz is with me. I'll turn your mic on now, say it. Good morning. Hello. January 23rd, 2023. Yeah, free-for-all today, and we we welcome you. Hope you enjoyed your weekends, and... uh, Golly, what a game yesterday with the Bengals. And, um, you know, it's... Liz, have you noticed how some people say Bengals and others say Bangles? What was the first one? Bengals. Bengals. I, I say Bengals for sure. Well, I, I do too. I haven't actually paid too much attention, but I'm, I'm certain I've heard it. But more and more I'm hearing Bangles, and it bothers me. <laughs> I don't know why. But, um, you know, the Bengal Tiger, right? Yeah. That's what, uh, as I understand, the team was named for. So why Bengals? (sighs) (laughs) Anyway, it is what it is. Anyway, um, it was a good game yesterday, and um, they won their division. And now another division game comes up, and then... uh, Golly, can it be the Super Bowl? That would be pretty cool. Yes, indeed. Anyway, of course, uh, 970 WATH is um, a great place to hear those games if you're not uh, near a television or something like that. Oh, got a siren going by. Uh-oh. Yep, ambulance. All right. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. Uh, Today, as I said, January 23rd. So let's talk about some historical events. In the year 971, War Elephant Corps of the Southern Han defeated by Shao by crossbow fire. Crossbow fire. Boy, I'm not reading this very well this morning. <laughs> That's above my head. From Song Dynasty troops, Southern Han State forced to submit to the Song Dynasty. The first regular war elephant corps in Chinese army. Were there elephants involved? Yeah. Oh, that's. that's uh, scary. El- you know, and they were riding elephants. That's right. They, they were the first ones to pretty much capture and, uh, and utilize them as, as giant war animals. It's, it's my understanding, anyway. Let's see, in, on this very date, in 1368, that's the year, in a coronation ceremony, Zhu Yongzheng ascends to the throne of China as the Hongwu Emperor. Initiating Ming Dynasty, <laughs> Dynasty, Ming Dynasty rule over China that would last for three centuries. On this date in 1556, the Shangzi earthquake, the deadliest ever recorded. Think of that. 
kills 830,000 people in Shanxi province, China. That was um, 1556, the year on this very date. Uh, over three quarters of a million people killed as a result of that wow. earthquake. In 1950, Israeli um, the Knesset resolves Jerusalem is capital of Israel. There had been a question about that, and they they took the action. 1973, U.S. President Richard Nixon announces an accord has been reached to end the Vietnam War. I remember it very clearly. I was in the active service at that time. 1978, Sweden became the first nation in the world to ban aerosol sprays, believed to be damaging the Earth's ozone layer. Yes. I wonder. We found that one out kind of late. <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Sweden continues to have that we do. We use them. No, we have aerosol sprays. Oh, they banned them? Yeah. Oh, I see. I wonder, actually, because, you know, let me look into that. Because y you'd think it'd be kind of hard to get uh, get through in life without everything that we have aerosol. Aerosols in Sweden. Um, while Liz is looking that up, in, on this date in the year 2020, China locks down the city of Wuhan and its 9 million people in a belated but ultimately successful effort to control the city's COVID-19 epidemic. Yeah. Well, what about aerosol sprays? It seems like they're still banned. In Sweden? Yeah. How Which is doing? pretty cool, but I mean, what about hairspray? <laughs> and to think that this happened in the '70s too, when uh, hairspray was at its at its peak. Was it? Oh yeah. Okay. But uh, any kind of aerosol spray, insect repellent, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I assume. I guess all that is already in liquid form. You just do it the hard way. Use your hands. You know. Now you have. Um, just plain sprayers they don't have a yeah um, whatever it is they're not component. pressurized yeah, yeah. And yeah oh well to my knowledge anyway i i can think of uh, several cans back in our medicine cabinet or in the closet that have aerosols sure all right some famous birthdays to django reinhardt django reinhardt so uh, the last name is spelled R-E-I-N-H-A-R-D-T. D-E-T, interesting. Now, he was born on this date in 1910, died in 1953. What was his first name? D-J-A-N-G-O. Ah. Let's see. Django, but with the D sort of silent, I think. Yes, yes. Oh, he's a musician. Yeah. And? Well, he plays the jazz guitar, it seems. Um, okay. Let's see, I'm opening this article on him. 
Oh, he died of a stroke at 43. Wow. But it seems like a very gifted um, swing and jazz musician. He played all sorts of instruments. Kind of a kind of a handsome man. All right. Um, so um, anyway, he was born on this date in 1910. Oh, happy birthday. Mariska Hargitay. H-A-R-G-I-T-A-Y. H-A-R-G-I-T-A-Y. Mariska. Well, in any case, she's celebrating her 59th birthday today. Now, who was Mariska Hargitay? Well, she looks really, really, really uh, familiar to me. Is she an actress? She is an actor, I, I believe now. It's actor oh yeah people's choice primetime emmy award golden globe award well okay lots of awards um jen john hancock that's one that's easier to say born in 1737 on this very date and died in 1793 john hancock and um he, he was the one that signed the Declaration of Independence, the largest, yes? I think that was, uh, that was one of his doings, indeed. <laughs> High school did me well, after all. There you go. Um, but, but he had some other notabilities, I think. And um, if anything, if nobody else needs it, I need to be reminded who... You know why? Why he was so notable? John Hancock, born on this date in 1737, he died in 1793. My phone is being extra slow today. Oh, well, we could get you a little laptop. That would be nice. Let's see. Of course, the signature thing uh, comes up first. Yeah. An American founding father, merchant, statesman, prominent patriot of the American Revolution. He served as uh, president of the Second uh, Second Co- Congress mm-hmm. and was aide to the third governor of mm-hmm. Commonwealth of Massachusetts. All right. <laughs> now, I don't even know how to say this next one this last one it's xxx tentacion oh yes uh oh you know this i do i do he passed a few years ago i believe well um okay first of all he was born on this date in 1998 oh happy birthday x (laughs) x that's what you call him (laughs) yeah but died in 2018 yeah i believe he was shot oh my a turf war of of sorts Really, really, uh, really great musician. A musician is mm-hmm. primarily it. Yeah. But you say he was shot? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Hmm. All right, two, uh, two famous deaths, um, just to mention. One, first of all, is that of Ernie Banks. And um, Ernie de- um, was born in 1931, but died on this date in 2015. Um, then we have another one, but, uh, Ernie Banks, I don't, uh, 
I mean, that name is so familiar to me, but uh, I don't know why. He is a baseball player, an American baseball player. Uh-huh. Um, Mr. Cub, Mr. Sunshine, also known as as those names. Uh, what team was he on? Ah, the Cubs. That would explain, explain okay. the name. Mr. Cub. There you go. And the last one is that of William Pitt the Younger. Born on this date. No, 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 not true. Born in 1759, died on this date in 1806. William Pitt the Younger. Not to be mistaken with William Pitt the Elder, who Evidently. was also, yeah. also a person. So uh, what was his thing? Well, he was a, a British statesman. Uh, I'm not quite sure what a statesman is. The youngest and last prime minister of the great of Great Britain and first prime minister of the United Kingdom. Well, well, let's move on. Today, obviously, a free-for-all edition of the party line. It's 925 almost. Um, it is stressing. It's stressful to hear about this new series uh, I I say new, but it's happened over the last year or two of violent shootings. Mm. And um, of course, the most recent one is up in Monterey Park, um, which is California. Uh, Monterey Park, by the way, is about 10 miles east of Los Angeles. Ten people were killed and ten others injured late Saturday. Wow. When a gunman opened fire at a dance studio. Yeah, ballroom dance club, it looks. I've, I had heard about this one. It popped up in my news feed, and you're right. I, these things do just become so frequent and stressful that you kind of just... You feel like it's okay to just not look at them. And honestly, it's not. These things are happening. I think uh, everybody should know. It is our country's deadliest mass shooting since the attack at Robb Elementary in Valde, Texas. That occurred in last May. That's right. Initial shots were reported at the Star Ballroom Dance Studio dance hall popular among older residents. Wow. The attack took place amid Lunar New Year celebrations in the predominantly Asian-American city of 60,000. The identities of the victims have not yet been released. Police found the body of the attacker who has been identified as 72-year-old Hu Kantran. Oh, so not an American. In a cargo van, roughly 30 miles from the scene, having fatally shot himself after an hours-long standoff. Reports suggest the shooter may have been involved in a failed second attack at a separate dance studio later in the night. Weird. 
dance studios. Wow. A motive has not been revealed. Um, it is just... There, are, there have recently been so many stories of this nature. And it's... You know, we live in Athens, Ohio, and we feel very safe here. We feel very comfortable here. Yeah. But the same could have been said of, um, where were we just a moment ago? That would be Monterey, California. That's right. And then it happened. I'm sure a lot of these people do feel safe. And then, yeah, you just never really know where these things are going to happen. And should we, I don't want to put it, should we be always stressing ourselves over, could it happen here? Um, Am I in danger if I go there or, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I, 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 there, there is no answer. It's, it's, um, it's just so. Upsetting, frankly. All right. Well, let's see here. Here's another story entitled Year of the Rabbit. Let's see what they're getting at. Oh, this is, uh, I guess this is related to this attack. We'll see. The attack in Southern California... (coughs) unfolded as more than a billion people in East Asia and their diasporas celebrated the Lunar New Year. Okay, I diasporas. Um, I believe. How would you? Well, how would you spell that? D i d i a s p o r a s. What's that word mean? <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say of similar ethnic background. Yes. Uh, spread of people from their original homeland. So okay. I'm sure this is the turn of the year in, in that calendar, and that would be uh, the new year, the year of the rabbit. I believe the last one was year of the rat. I'm not quite certain, but... All right. So I was pretty close. <clears throat> yeah. Well, going on with the story, the festivities which mark the start of the lunar solar calendar are widely popular in China and are considered the largest annual human migration as millions return home to celebrate with family. Linked to the repeating 12-year Chinese zodiac cycle, This new year also marks the transition from the year of the tiger to the year of the rabbit. Ah, the tiger. A sign that symbolizes peace and prosperity. Hmm. More specifically, the water rabbit, a designation based on the philosophy regarding nature's elemental forces, which last occurred in 1963. Very cool stuff. I love that stuff. In China... The, sub- the celebrations follow 
the lifting of the country's years-long zero-COVID policy and its accompanying restrictions and its accompanying accompanying restrictions. Palmer, read better. (laughs) Nearly 73,000 COVID-19 deaths have been reported since December 8th when the rules were relaxed. All right. What's another story in the news? Um, Okay, let's just call it Biden's document dilemma. Six items reportedly containing classified information were recovered by federal agents during a search, yet another search, of President Joe Biden's personal residence which is in Wilmington, Delaware. Officials said that occurred over the weekend. Items were said to be from both Biden's and four-decade Senate tenure, from Biden's um, and his time as vice president. This is the fourth such discovery in recent weeks a string that sparked in November when Biden's staff notified the National Archives after finding 10 documents marked as declassified while cleaning out Washington, D.C. office previously used by uh, Biden uh, between the years of 2017 and 2019. The search has also come amid an ongoing probe of mishandling of classified documents by former President Donald Trump, which began after federal agents retrieved roughly 100 classified documents from his Mar-a-Lago estate that occurred in August. Two separate special counsels have been assigned to review the handling of the documents by both Biden and Trump, Separately, Chief of Staff Ron Klain said he would step down following Biden's February 7th State of the Union and will be, be, be replaced by Advisor Jeff Zients. Z, I think it's Zients. Z-I-E-N-T-S. Well... I think I've told you that years ago when I was working in intelligence, there were times I took a document home to study late at night and because I needed to be ready for it the next morning in a briefing. Um, I... I Oh, well. Um, All right. Well, let's see here. What else is going on? Machu Picchu, down in Peru, is closed indefinitely leaving hundreds of tourists stranded amid anti-government protests taking place down there. Scary stuff. Yeah. 
Um, let's, let's, um, let's just go over to the uh, New York Times this morning. I'll finish with this report. Of course, the lead story is uh, something we've already covered, and that is the Monterey Park um, terrible thing there. Um, but we could talk a little bit about gun ownership and things like that. Um, see here. The kind of mass shooting, this kind of mass shooting has become tragically common in the U.S. What would be a rare horror in any other developed country is typical here. Yet the cause is no mystery. America has an enormous amount of guns, making it easier for someone to carry out a deadly shooting. It is a point this newsletter has made before. All over the world, there are people who argue, fight over relationships, suffer from mental health issues, or hold racist views. Just a minute here. We've got another ambulance passing by. But here in the U.S., those people can more easily obtain a gun and shoot someone. The data bears out this explanation. The U.S. Is, cl uh, is a clear outlier for both civilian gun ownership and number of gun deaths among the world's developed countries. Okay, so let's see here. So this is a chart that says gun homicides per 100,000 people. Okay. If I guns per 100,000 people. This is going to be hard to explain on the air. Because it, it shows two things. It shows how many um, gun homicides but it also shows the number of people who have guns. Anyway, let me just say, I'll show this. Um, I can't show it to you folks on the air, but see this little cluster down here? Mm -hmm. I'm showing it to Liz. It's down in the bottom left corner. And it is Australia, Germany, Portugal, Canada, France, Belgium, Spain, and, and some others. And then clear up here in the high right corner is the United States. Yeah. Well, if anything, this chart, which um, uses data from the 2017 and 2018 sources, understates America's problem. The U.S. rate of gun homicides has increased in recent years, according to the Small Arms Survey. The data exposes a clear trend. Where there are more guns, there are more gun deaths. 
To me, that's kind of a duh. Anyway, going on, studies have found this to be true at the state and national level and for homicides, suicides, mass shootings, and police shootings. Stricter regulations on firearms are linked to fewer gun deaths. But efforts to reduce access to firearms have mostly stalled in the United States, unable to overcome the Supreme Court's interpretations of the Second Amendment, mixed public opinion, and a closely divided federal government. So America continues to suffer more mass shootings and gun deaths than its peers, in the story we dealt with earlier, Monterey Park is simply the latest tragedy. Well, what about that shooting? We don't know much about the victims. Not yet, anyway. People at the dance hall were practicing Guangzhang Wu, which is a dance popular among middle-aged and older Chinese patrons. Not being a dance expert, I don't know what it is, but it, anyway, it's some form of dancing. A 26-year-old coder wrested an assault pistol from the gunman's hands. The suspect shot and killed himself, the authorities said. The shootings in Monterey Park is the deadliest in the U.S. since the Uvalde massacre last May. We said that earlier. Officials have offered no motive for the rampage. And uh, so we'll just see what happens, I guess. Maybe time will make more information available. Uh, in international news, China has adopted rules restricting digital deep fakes. Oh, interesting. As other countries struggle to balance public trust and freedom of speech. A deep fake. I'm not, frankly, familiar with that term. So it's not as new as um, AI is. Right a now, AI? Uh, like an artificial intelligence, that's been a really big thing. But a deep fake, it's going to be hard to explain. Let me look it up too. Um, so, a, a dumbed down version of what it is is when you put or manipulate, you put somebody's face on uh, a figure of what resembles that person's body, and you manipulate the face and the body to make it look like they're doing something, something very real. Um, so. Well, let me let me look up a good definition, because um, I obviously will not be doing a great job of well, you, explaining uh, it. It's a uh, it's scary stuff. Yeah. Um, deep fake of deep learning, and let's see, in which a person in an existing video or image is replaced with someone else's likeness. Okay. And then they act like that person a lot like cgi you know they had to put those like pinpoints on your face and when you move um the animation also moves yeah i've, I've seen some examples of that but i have no idea 
how that all works. And it, it can make it look like people are yeah. doing things that they are not. And it looks very, very real. Another story, China is expanding its power in the Solomon Islands, but residents are pushing back against its influence. A third story, U.S. officials say they believe Russian military officers directed a far-right group to send letter bombs to Spain's prime minister and others. We have several more yet. Canada agreed to pay about $2 bucks to settle a lawsuit over harm done to indigenous people through residential schools. Yet another cholera is surging in Malawi, which had nearly eradicated the disease. Well, let's see here. Uh, here's um, a story we could go into more depth on this, but I, I think just the first sentence really covers it. People in their 20s are struggling to save because of student debt and housing costs. Um, what about Lisa Marie Presley? Oh, yeah, let's talk about Lisa. Uh, family and friends mourned her passing at Graceland this weekend. Um, yeah. heart attack right and th i think that's what i heard it seems to uh maybe run in the family you were talking uh, i'm changing topics you were talking mm -hmm. about ai earlier yes artificial intelligence enhances our lives but it can also spread misinformation racially profile and make deadly mistakes and congress must act now, there's a congressman, Representative Ted Liu, L-I-E-U. He's really behind this effort. See what, what state he represents, would you please? Sure, Ted Liu. Uh, L-I-E-U, yes. Um, but um, he's very concerned about it. And artificial intelligence, and then we had, the, what was the other thing a moment ago? AI. Oh, oh, um, deep fake. Deep fakes. All of these things could create a situation where it would appear that you, Dave Palmer, are doing something wrong. And yet it's not you. But a video can be created that looks exactly like you so weird and frightening isn't it? it 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 is and there's a lot that you can do to um to be able to uh identify one too um he represents california by the way okay 
um, there is a, actually a pretty terrifying site called <laughs> notarealperson.com, and it generates images that look just like a real person. And these images are used um, on accounts, Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts, whatever you want to spread a lot of p political information um, to make uh, infuriating comments. And uh, a lot of people, um, you know, over a certain age range, they're not hip to it. They don't know. How would you know? This is brand new stuff um and it causes a lot of problems and a lot of people fall for a lot of so uh, someone that's skilled in this technology mm -hmm. could create an image of me just um being terribly critical of african-americans sure yeah absolutely or or the or jewish people or um or, for that matter, uh, killing pets. Yeah, yeah. They're, oh. I mean, terrible things, which are completely false. Yeah. And yet they look so real and authentic. And the quality really ranges. Um, and it's, it's a lot easier, I think, um, to do than a lot of people think uh but like i said the quality will obviously range by what you have access to um program wise and you know how how much you know that you're actually doing and how well how to do it uh but i i do think that it's going to become a, a much more common thing in the in the realm of revenge or you know whatever it may be little niches well, it's it's terribly upsetting because with the internet, anybody can post anything. It is. I think it's really important right now to um, be able to educate yourself enough to identify fake profiles, fake pictures, and deep fake videos. Um, I, I did mention earlier the Bengals played yesterday, and of course they they had a nice win. Um, uh, over the Buffalo Bills. Um, San Francisco, um, they survived the frantic game with the Cowboys. So now the final four are set. Um, so, exciting times. And uh, with our Athens connection, uh, with uh, to Joe and of course the Bengals, cool, right? Cool. All right. What else can we talk about? Um, do you are you uh, caught up at all in playing games on your phone? You know, I'm not, and this infuriates my mother, I'm not a game person. I don't like them. No, why would that infuriate? I, she loves games. She loves board games, puzzles, phone games, and I just, I don't have the patience for them. Well. Are you into the phone games? Just a tiny bit. What do you play? Spider. Ah, cl the classics. I don't know. I just, <laughs> um... What's another one I play? I can't even think of it. Doesn't matter. 
I do not spend tons of time. But I was at a basketball, um, OU basketball game recently, and uh, someone sitting next to me, not next to me, but in front of me, just close enough that I could look over their shoulder. Uh, they were playing a game the entire game. <laughs> yeah. You know. I think a lot of people have to fidget, and I think that it really uh, helps a lot of people with busy hands concentrate on what's going on around them, or to not concentrate on what's going on around them. I think it varies. Well, you know, it's there's nothing right or wrong about it. No, I don't think so. And uh, everybody certainly is different. I have dated a few people that won't put down the phone game, though, and that is awful <laughs> pay attention to your loved ones everybody <laughs> i get it um let's see here atlanta protests turn violent this was this past saturday as demonstrators gathered to mourn protester who was killed after firing on police last week mm-hmm Buildings and vehicles damaged. Uh, I think the protests stem from opposition to police plans to build a $90 million training site. Um, in DeKalb County's South River Forest. Or is that a separate story? No. DeKalb. No, I think that's right. I think those are the same. Um, five killed and 16 injured as al-Shabaab militants stormed Somali regional government building in Mogadishu yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it is distressing to have to do this show and talk so often about these kind of events. Um, over there, Liz, there's a stack of interesting reports. Oh, this one right here? No, no. That's the atomic wall clock instructions. It's, yeah. Pull that whole stack. This whole thing? Yeah. Got a lot of reading to do. No, no. You sit there. Oh. I'm going to let you you do the honors here. All right. So Just read to yourself the titles <clears throat> and then pick one that we should talk about. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I collect these reports. And um, there are literally hundreds I could bring in here. But I try to pick out ones that I think would be particularly interesting to do <laughs> most one of these titles the most sinful cities in america you want to try it yeah why not okay. I, I, let's see what that's about let's see here sins like uh like the seven sins are we going well we'll, we'll find out what they're getting at Nine fifty-five right now about four minutes remaining so what are the most sinful cities in america sin city and they go on to say Las Vegas isn't the only sin city in America. <laughs> in other cities, bad things happen and stay there, too. 
from beer-loving Milwaukee to hedonistic, how's that pronounced? Uh, a lot is New Orleans, anyway. Uh, the U.S. is filled with people having illicity. Illicity. <laughs> no place is innocent. We all have flaws. But at some point, we have to pay for our voice, our vices. Gambling addiction, for instance, leads to over $100 billion in losses for U.S. consumers every year. Identity fraud, we were just talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, scams took $52 billion. And every year, smoking burns an over $300 billion hole in Uncle, Uncle Sam's wallet. Well, anyway, <laughs> most sinful cities in America. Number one, guess. Uh, Las Vegas. Yep, you're right. Las Vegas it is. Um, but close behind it is St. Louis. Really? What's St. Louis sinful for? I dip. Let's see here. Uh, greed, it says, is the most, uh, the biggest thing. Okay. Number three, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. I've heard Philly's pretty crazy. And once again, it's greed. Greed. Mm -hmm. How do you... Now, what are these different categories? We have anger and hatred, jealousy, excesses and vices, greed... Lust, vanity, and laziness. How do you measure a city's greed, I wonder? I don't know. I don't know. Houston, Texas comes in fourth. Oh, uh, yeah. And its high point would be excesses and vices. Number two is laziness. <laughs> Number five is Atlanta. And their strength is, their worst part is greed. Los Angeles comes in sixth. Its worst part is excesses and vices. Okay, so where what's the highest ranking Ohio City? How are we doing on time? We've got two minutes yet. Columbus, Columbus, Columbus. No, it's Cleveland. Oh, it's Cleveland. Cleveland comes 11th. For what? Out of all these cities, and how many do we have listed here? Let me turn the page if I can. There are... 178 <laughs> cities listed, I think. 11th. Cleveland comes in 11th, and its high point is greed. Greed. A lot of greedy cities here. What's the most lustful city? Oh, boy, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Let's see here. Birmingham, Alabama. No, Columbia, South Carolina on this page. But let me go back to the first page. Nope. So we're at um, Columbia, South Carolina, so 108. Let me find Wilmington, Delaware, 176. Delaware. Mm, so far, it's the highest. Wilmington, Delaware. Let's keep going. For Oh, here's uh, Warwick, Rhode Island, li lists at 80, 180 oh, wow. for lust. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, We've yeah. basically uh, wasted these last three <laughs> minutes. and um, But we'll join uh, you again tomorrow. I don't know if it'll be um, Liz or JJ or 
a porterhouse or who but who's to say it, it's always a fun whoever it is thanks for having me today it you was bet. very nice always we've got about 10 seconds and once again please um let's not worry about violence let's act civilly and take care in our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored.